0: Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival.
1: This is Charlie on Union Jack Radio with another show from the Leicester Comedy Festival, bringing you more fun and games from the names that are performing here. And first up is the amazing Tez Ilias. You'll have seen him on Live at the Apollo, Man Like Mo Bean, Mock of the Week, The Last Leg. And of course, his own comedy show on Channel 4, The Tez O'Clock Show. And he's been on pretty much every show I can think of, actually. So let's crack on. Hello, Tez. Hi, Charlie. I'm so good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. No worries. You're going to be in Leicester on Sunday at The Big Difference at 9.30. And your show's called Talk to Tez. And you described it as a one-off show. What does that mean? So I went on tour last
2: year. I was on tour from September to December That was like a 90-minute intense stand-up, you know, cramming a lot of things in, a lot of material, a lot of ideas. And now I haven't got really anything to say, but the other thing that I really have in my arsenal is crowd work. I love interacting with my audiences. So there's going to be an hour where the audience comes and just has fun with me and there'll be a bit of roasting, gentle. Not, not, you know, don't worry about it. I um, mean, just have a lot of fun getting to know each other. And yeah, it's some, and Leicester's always been really, really good to me. I love the Leicester Festival, Comedy Festival. Uh, and it's great to me on the tour as well.
1: And would there be the chance if it goes well that it'd become like more than a, a one off, a two off, maybe? Would you take this show on tour?
2: Es possibly. As possible, Charlie. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, maybe at least the festival circuit.
1: And you said that you love Leicester Festival. What is it about the festival that just makes it so brilliant?
2: A, it's more curated than other festivals, uh, which means the quality of acts is often really, really good. The audiences are great. Um, you know, they come out, they enjoy themselves. And I think over time, Leicester Comedy Festival has gained a reputation of being like almost like the number two to Edinburgh in terms of comedy. Sorry, Brighton. And it's a great city to eat in. So afterwards, I'm always like, yeah, I know I'm going to get some good food here as well. Um, Do you have
1: anywhere that you can recommend in Leicester to eat?
2: Oh, my days. You know what? There's by The road that Chaiwala's on, I don't know the name of the road, but that's a really good road with like loads of really good... Like desi sort of Indian type food and also like burgers and pizzas
1: and stuff like that. I'll definitely go down and try and find it when I'm there. Yeah, so it would be quite that, interesting. Man. So you've got the obviously one-off show now. What's the plan for the rest of the year? Would you try and build up a new show? Yeah.
2: So I think I'm putting together top secretly. Uh, so world, world exclusive here, Charlie. A, Thank you very much. A little tour in June, July. So that'd be like a comedy show with something else. I'm pointing at my nose here for the uh, audio. (laughs) And then, yeah, just back on the circuit. And I've got a couple of ideas in my television, which are still too early in development to say what they are, but potentially very, very exciting.
1: So, yeah, just keeping on, keeping on. Could you give any more teases for the something else, apart from tapping your nose? Well, the paperback of my
2: book is released. Nice. So, I mean, that's just giving the whole thing away. But, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Will you be
1: writing any more books? Did you enjoy the book process?
2: I did. But also, like, I just have this thing where, like, every time... The idea of writing a book just seems so daunting. I'm like, 80,000 words, what? This is so many words. That's like eight university dissertations. That's too much. And then when I was doing it, it just got done. But now I'm back at the beginning. I'm like, 80,000 words, what? what was the first book about uh, so it was about life growing up in blackburn in the 90s so it's a, it's a biography it's called the secret diary of a british muslim aged 13 and 3 quarters which pays homage obviously to a local legend um for you guys in leicestershire so so, so so it was it was a, it was not a fictional book it was a book about my life growing up in it it put it's set in di- it's diary form so you go through from january 97 to september 2001 all the trials and tribulations and fun that I went through in that in that period. And so, uh, yeah, it's been amazingly well received. And yeah, it's something that, that was my lockdown project and I'm immensely proud of it.
1: Are you still quite in touch with your home roots at all? I know you still support Blackburn Rovers. So Did you get to go and visit a lot?
2: I do, I'm, live, I'm in Blackburn, Blackburn right now, literally as I oh, live lovely. In Braise, uh, This is my bedroom in Blackburn. And so I moved back five years ago when I quit my day job to do comedy full time. Um, and it was such a godsend. Oh my God, being here in the pandemic was so good. I couldn't imagine being in London during the pandemic. Uh. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's been really good. So yeah, I've been I've been living back at home for a number of years now.
1: How did you find comedy during the lockdown? How was that? Oh, it was tricky, wasn't it, Charlie? It was uh, a lot of this stuff,
2: Charlie, a lot of Zoom stuff, which isn't the real thing. I call it methadone. It's not quite the <laughs> real thing, is it? But you know, we got we got through it, and there were people going through far far worse than we were. And completely understood why we needed to do what we needed to do. <laughs> I actually did Leicester Comedy Festival over Zoom. Yeah, last year it would have been this time last year. I did a Leicester Festival show. It was decent actually. I enjoyed it, and it was funny that I've got a few regulars like Ken and that big up Ken uh, who comes to my show every single year, whether it's like um, Leicester Festival comedy show or a tour show. And he was on the Zoom call, and I was like, oh my god, this is so nice.
1: So on Sunday, keep an eye out for Ken. If Ken's not there, I'd be very worried about. Can't- for so the no, show just I've just um, the
2: police run to his house and just be like can you just check in on Ken and make sure he's alright and if he is alright where the hell is he <laughs>
1: <laughs> so excited to see you and hopefully Ken on Sunday yes. we're going to take a quick break but we're going to play a game with you how do you feel about it are you excited I'm very competitive obviously
2: I don't know anything about this game but I'm generally quite competitive so I'm looking forward to it
1: it's a game where we're going to know more about you so hopefully you should know the answers anyway well
2: it's
0: a subject that I'm familiar with So brilliant so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back Union Chat Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival It's Europe's biggest comedy festival. 800 performers, 560 shows, 64 different venues. We'll bring you all the tip-top, first-class, cream-of-the-crop, top-notch, five-star, finest... Yeah, you get the idea. Just the best shows from the festival. Throughout February on Union Jack Radio and Jack Radio Player. This is Charlie on Union Jack Radio
1: with Tes Ilias and we're going to play a game with him now. And the game is called 3am Thoughts. So basically mm. it's the questions that just come into your head at 3am and we just really want to get to know you a bit more. How does that sound? Sounds good. I'm always about 3am generally, so I should be good at this game. Perfect. So the first question we'd like to ask is, what is the worst gift you've ever got someone?
2: Oh my days, what a question
1: But it may not be, maybe you're just a great present giver
2: I, I am generally quite a good present giver Like I, I have done things where I've bought girlfriends presents from the duty-free shop On the way back from somewhere And they're like, oh, make sure you buy me something nice And I'm like, obviously, yes And then I get to duty-free and I'm like, oh my days what, totally do you do I what do I get, what do I get And I end up getting like something quite sweet like, like I get like a soft toy or something And be like, yes, this is like the mascot of this country And like it's just everywhere And like I had to get you like because... Oh, what do you think of me? And then they're like, Aww. and I'm like, oh, my day's got away with it.
1: You said you just got back from Dubai. Yeah. Did you get anything from Duty Free on the way back?
2: Yeah. So I got packs of M&Ms, but I also got the lady I'm seeing right now, a camel. And it's, it's quite a new relationship. So I can be like, hey, so what I'm going to do is every time I go somewhere, I buy you that country's mascot as a soft toy. And then you'll have a bundle of soft toys eventually over time. And this is the very first one. This is the start. Happy Valentine's Day, babes!
1: I oh, say, so have we ended
2: up spoiling the present for her? I don't know if she's a big Union Jack listener. But she probably is, to be fair, because everyone does listen to it. Everyone. So, Shyster, I'm sorry. Did know I, I bought it from the Burj Khalifa, seventy fifth floor gift shop. That's where I got it from, or Dira, the authentic markets in Dubai, whichever one you prefer. <laughs>
1: Not duty-free, You just because you're just, you're just, you're just yes. so busy carrying the suitcase of presents, you don't have time to stop for duty-free on your way to exactly. the airport.
2: yes. Thank you, Charlie.
1: So everyone always talks about sort of the dinner party and what guests you would have. But obviously this game, we want to talk about the random thoughts that pop in your head. What food would you make for the guests at your dinner party?
2: I mean, make is a strong... If I had to make it, it wouldn't be a great dinner party. But can I <laughs> order in? Yeah. Yeah, so I'd get lamb chops from Tayab's in uh, Whitechapel I'd get lamb gray and naan from kebabish in Blackburn and I'd get um conflict tart I'd get my sister to make me a conflict tart which is a very northern school lunchtime dessert uh and it's absolutely banging and it's, you put hot custard on it and it's amazing and I think that would blow Muhammad Ali's mind. And does it only work
1: with hot custard? If you put cold on, it just wouldn't be the same thing. Not the same thing, mate. Not the same thing at all. Just try like
2: having, like having a cold curry. I mean, you can eat it. It's edible. It's not as enjoyable.
1: So I'm sort of imagining like big, thick school dinner custards. Does that yes. make it it have to, as long as it's hot or is it just have Yeah, to the and it drowns the, drowns the dessert. What is the worst injury you've ever had?
2: Um, I sprained my, well, actually I fractured my right wrist once playing football and that was painful because I couldn't write anything, and it was my GCSE year.
1: Did you still finish the game, or did you? Was it during the game? You're just like, now I've got no, it, to, was, I've, it was.
2: It was the end of the game. It was the game
1: ended. I was in a lot of pain. So I was going to say I was. I'm glad you said it was at school because I was going to ask like if it was while you were working, if it was your mic hands, how you would have got a. Uh, oh yeah, tool, exa- so.
2: exactly. Yeah, I probably just would have done that whole sit in a stall, mic in the stand, sort of all get a cigarette out, you know. Get the, get the venue shut down in the process, sort of gig. Yeah. And what's the weirdest place you've ever gigged? Weirdest. Like, I've gigged in a park before, and it was raining, and there were like seven people scattered quite far away from us around the field. And you're like, this isn't a gig. This is like a sad rally. It was, just, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was terrible. That was somewhere in Milton, some random place in
1: Milton Keynes. So it's just a roundabout somewhere there, and it's all just raining and oh, horrible. And I wish it was a roundabout. At least i have got beat by some horns. But well, thank you. For that. I think with those random thoughts, I think we've just got to know that little bit more. And I apologise once again for spoiling the gift in advance. But uh... that's
2: all right. Scheiße, here's, here's to your to future.
1: Brilliant. And you've um, obviously given us the exclusive about what's happening for you in the rest of the year, and you're appearing at the Leicester Comedy Festival. On Sunday at the big difference at nine thirty. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to plug for the rest of the year? Is there going to be more of the Tez Clock Show or new other projects? And you said you got some things in development.
2: Yes, yeah, some things in development, and hopefully as and when there are a place that we can announce it, we will absolutely announce it. So keep an eye on my socials, of course. How can and, people uh, keep... find you?
1: What's your social oh, handle? Very very easy at
2: Tez Ilyas T E nice. Z I L Y A S everywhere. Otherwise, just come up to Blackburn and I sometimes go to Aldi to do the big shop. So you can find me there as well. Is there
1: anything else you'd like
2: to buy at all? Um, not really. Big up Blackburn Rovers. Hopefully we get promoted this year. So yeah, that's, I think that rounds up everything. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Tez. Good luck for Sunday. Cheers, Charlie. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Union
0: Jack Radio the Leicester Comedy Festival.
3: Hi, I'm Kate Lucas and I'm a stand-up sitting down.
0: Have you stuck to your New Year's resolution?
3: I think I r- wrote some out at my sister's house and I don't even remember what they were, so no. They would probably just become a better person.
0: <laughs> at the end of a night out, what's your go-to food of choice?
3: Literally any available food, whether it's mine or my housemates.
0: <laughs> when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up?
3: Oh, cheesily, a singer. <laughs> I was just always my... Navy used to go it's the girl that sings make us sing guns and roses what's something really
0: unimportant that you're good at
3: oh i can moonwalk <laughs> but <laughs> i went hula hoop but i was very very determined to be able to do that for some reason
0: what's your show all about
3: <laughs> i i kind of set myself a goal to do five new songs um they've all turned out to be reasonably angry and critical but i'm <laughs> just working out how to finesse them <laughs> and make them a bit lighter <laughs> Um, some of these are finished some of them aren't
0: where can people find you on social media
3: okay I joined Instagram because my sister was like you can't just not exist on social media so I'm on Instagram it's Kate Lucas Comedy and I'm on Facebook because I'm old and that's Kate Lucas Comedian oh I deleted Twitter no (laughs) well yeah I deleted it I had a decent amount of followers and then I got sick of just reading tweets and getting angry so I deleted it deleted it for a bit too long and now I'm something else i'm kate lucas comedy and i have no followers (laughs) feel free to to be the first
0: (laughs) grab tickets to the leicester comedy festival at unionjack.co.uk
1: This is Charlie on Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. And next up, you're going to hear from Fella and Eva Binderman, who are two comedians that we put back-to-back at the Black Iron Social in the Gresham Apart Hotel, where we're based in the centre of the Leicester Comedy Festival. And we've got them answering questions about each other's show, Back to Back, because their own solo shows are Back to Back at the Globe this weekend. And you know what? That is all I'm going to tell you, because it's now time to find out if Eva and Fella know enough about each other's shows as they go back to back.
4: Hello, I'm Fella. Hello, I'm Eva. And we We are are Comedians comedians. Back to Back. Bottom to bottom.
5: Welcome back to Union Jack Radio at Leicester Comedy Festival. I'm Matt and I'm joined by Eva Binderman and Fella. How are you Hello. Doing? Hello! I'm going to ask questions about Eva and I'm going to ask questions about Fella. You cannot answer questions about yourself. You have to answer the other person's question. So are we ready?
4: Spicy, yep. Yeah.
5: What does Eva Binderman do?
4: I mean, I think she might tell you what she does for pay. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think I can say it on the radio, I'm joking.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, same question. What does Fella do?
4: (laughs) Fella is is always start a story with when I was doing this job and it's always (laughs) a different job. So Fella does... Everything, nothing, and something. What is
5: Eva Binderman's dirty secret?
4: That's quite a, a spicy, a spicy question. Where do I begin? <laughs> At the bottom of the pile, she. Um, Getting a panic sweat. Get, yeah, get like, panic I can sweat. smell it, Ooh. and it smells like beef. <laughs> um, she sleeps with a um, something that's been stuffed. It's my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> she sleeps with a stuffed toy. I Big do. stuffed toy. I do. It's full size, six foot.
5: What is Fella's most controversial opinion? Are you trying
4: to get us cancelled? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am scanning through them. I'm like, can't say that on the radio. Can't say that on the radio. I was going to say that I don't believe in food poisoning as well. <laughs> that as well. <laughs> well, also that your nails don't grow and that there's no dark side of the moon, but we'll stick with opinions
5: (laughs) (laughs) this one's for you Fella what is Eva Binderman's show at the Leicester Comedy Festival about?
4: it's it's about um, Wales nice it's about performing it's about family it's about relationships it's about everything you want it to be about and more (laughs) because it will shift (laughs) depending on my mood as do the tides as do the whales in the (laughs) tides
5: same question for you Eva what is Fella's show at the Leicester Comedy Festival about? it's about
4: tackling inequality (laughs) um, in Government government and our society Itty and addressing, mm. you know, shining a light on poverty and very highbrow. It's very highbrow, oh, but there's also a lot of, of willy jokes in it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of willy jokes. Ding dong jokes. <laughs> Ding dongs <laughs> <laughs> Ding dongs and bum bum
5: jokes. What does Eva Videman smell like?
4: It's it takes you through a farm, the good bits of the farm, the honey, and then there are the bad bits of the farm. <laughs> a honey farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a roller coaster, depending on what day you have I mean, never it, been to a farm. No. <laughs> what
5: is Fella's biggest flaw? She's as mad
4: as a hatter. I mean uh, Can't fit into hats either. Too big-headed. Big head. <laughs> really big head.
5: When are Eva Binderman's shows at the Leicester Comedy Festival?
4: They're 3 a.m. <laughs> by the bins outside where <laughs> <by> the <space. laughs> they <are> Four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> More expensive than a pint. <laughs> they are at the Globe at four-ish o'clock. Yeah. 4.30. Yes. Saturday. Sunday. Monday. Woo! Monday's at nine. Mine's at nine. Mine's at nine. <laughs> Mine's we at did seven. a joke show at Mine's nine. at seven.
5: <laughs> when a fella shows at the Les Comedy Festival.
4: It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday at seven. Nine. Nine? <laughs> <laughs> nine. p.m. Nine. <laughs> nine p.m. Past the watershed. Mmm. As it should be. Yeah. And you have to sign in. NDA on the way in. Yeah, and a will. (laughs) Your own, not mine. (laughs) This
1: is Charlie on Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival. And next up is a comedian that you'll have heard on Union Jack Radio's Comedy Club, as well as other shows like the Russell Howard Hour. And his show Hot Wheels is on at The Big Difference on Monday... It's Aaron Simmons. Hello, Aaron. Hello. How are you doing? You're going to be in Leicester with your new show on the 14th of February. It is called Hot Wheels. Could Mm -hmm. you explain how it got that name, please?
6: Yes. Uh, And thank you for getting the times and dates right, because it means I don't have to do that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's called Aaron's Hot Wheels. uh, And basically it was a nickname that I was given after a one night stand because the girl forgot my name and I'm in a wheelchair. And she went, yeah, that'll do. And uh, I found that out about a year ago. And ever since then, I've been questioning whether or not my disability is a good thing or a bad thing. And that is what the show is about.
1: How did you find it out? Was it through talking to the person or did you hear through the me. Oh nice. Yeah, she
6: told me. So the, the One Night Stand happened four years before I found out that she'd been giving me the nickname. So I think that's the longest nickname anyone's had without knowing they've had a nickname, which I think is um, it's a record yeah, it I'm have, quite happy to keep. Yeah,
1: and it could be a name that you wouldn't want to have on a poster. So actually Hot Wheels is quite nice, really.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's way better than Munter in a chair, if you think about it, if you really yeah. think about it.
1: So far you've been on Stand Up Sketch Show Guessable yep. Russell Howard Show We're seeing you sure. more And more on TV mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie I don't have much Or any power In the TV world But if you sure. could appear On any TV show In the next 12 months What would it What would it be
6: Taskmaster 100% Like there's There's no doubt In my mind It's basically all I want to do In my comedy career Like if I do Taskmaster I've told my agent I can retire at any point Like he's And he said No If you do Taskmaster You're going on tour But I- if I do Taskmaster in my career, my career will be a success.
1: So you have appeared on our station before. You were part of our first ever Union Jack Radio Comedy Club. And I'm not just saying this to blow smoke. It yes. was a fantastic your set was brilliant. It was a whole brilliant episode. Did Thank you, you miss much. doing live gigs over the past year? Because obviously it's all been thrown up in the air recently. Yeah,
6: so much. I have a very addictive personality and I don't do drinking drugs because of that. But I am addicted to comedy. Um and I will always do live work. Even if I get incredibly successful and have my own TV show and don't need to do it for the money, I will perform because I love performing live. There's nothing like it. To put it in context, before the first lockdown, I did my first ever gig in 2014. So it was about seven years before the first lockdown. The longest I'd had without doing a gig was six days wow so i did not handle the first lockdown well i went a little bit crazy came out the other side and now gigging and back and yeah feeling almost back to being human again
1: did you try any of the Zoom gigs at all
6: i did and they did very little form like it's like fine um and like there were some that paid enough money that i didn't have to go get a real job which i'm very grateful for and i will not take for granted but it doesn't it's not the same like you shut your laptop and you like it's fun whilst you're doing it for the 10-15 minutes and then as soon as you shut your laptop there's like nothing whereas I can do a gig and I can be driving home for three hours having the time
1: of my life because I've just had a really fun gig so you actually enjoy the journey home
6: yeah I mean the driving is is part and parcel of it like if you want to work for 20 minutes a day you need to drive for six hours in order to to find that 20 minutes that wants you
1: Okay, so I've got an idea now. So this might make the driving better for you in future gigs. Sure. I'm gonna stay right there and I'm gonna play a game with you and you might be okay. able to adapt it going forward. How do you feel about that? Do you feel Great. ready? I'm gonna see how you cope under pressure.
6: Let's let's think of this as my audition for Taskmaster.
1: Nice. <laughs> okay, stay right there. I'm gonna take a quick break cool. and we'll be back. This is Charlie on Union Jack Radio. We are back with Aaron Simmons. Hello, Aaron. Hello. So we're going to play a game. I've told you nothing about the game other than Mm. just building up the pressure for you. Yeah. It's an idea of that. We want to get to know comedians a little bit more. Sure. But still put you under pressure slightly. So I'm Mm. going to ask you as many questions as I can in 60 Mm -hmm. seconds. Mm -hmm. But it is called the 60 second six syllable sprint because you can only answer using six syllables
6: oh god okay
1: how does that how does that feel how do you think that will sure
6: go? i mean i just all i can think of is don't say the word syllable because that works that gets rid of three already <laughs> and there's nothing okay fine this is going to be good. We're good we'll see this how we go.
1: go yeah okay i'm going to start the timer now how would you describe your style of comedy
6: uh, wheelchair storytelling
1: nice uh how do you unwind sex and pasta <laughs> i won't ask which Sorry. order uh what's your pet peeve
6: windscreen wipers too fast
1: <laughs> what's something really unimportant that you're good at
6: uh powerlifting <laughs> you're a champion oh wow what I, do you like i about? don't like to bring it up it's embarrassing anyway i'm gonna oh, we'll ask, no, on, on. ask
1: you more about it in a minute don't worry sure. what do you like sure. about leicester
6: the Comedy Festival.
1: Nice. Uh, what's your perfect sandwich filling? Can I shock you here? Yeah. Bolognese. Uh, 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 wow, I'm going to us more about that in a minute. Try it and thank me later. And what's the hardest you've ever laughed?
6: Um, <laughs> at a funeral.
1: Stop. Okay. <laughs> the time is up, and there's so much more I want to unpack with this. Sure. First of all, bolognese in a sandwich?
6: Yeah, put it with cheese genuinely amazing in a baguette is what i'm thinking i was gonna rather say than a sandwich. what
1: kind of bread uh, rather than like a 30 yeah, piece yeah. slice from the supermarket yeah, yeah.
6: also Do i'm gluten intolerant i haven't eat, eaten bread in, in years which i think is an offensive question but it will move on
1: okay I, I i apologize wholeheartedly but i thank this you for giving good. me such a good recipe recommendation and also powerlifter i'm sorry i didn't sure. even touch on that so was comedy always yeah. Your first love. and Because normally when people do side hustles, like you talked earlier about having jobs on the side, it's normally working in a shop or something. Uh,
6: So I did powerlifting before comedy. Uh, I went to the 2012 Paralympic Games uh, with my brother. Just to watch, not to take part. I went with my brother and uh, we went to see loads of stuff. Uh, One of the things we saw was the powerlifting. I turned to my brother and I went, this looks easy. And it turns out it was uh six months later I was a powerlifting champion like it was a world champion it was it like it's just something that I was able to do but yeah no I've I've, I was a sports guy until 24 and then I realized that there were more important more fun things to do with my life than wearing a leotard and lifting something really heavy once in front of a half filled room of men also wearing leotards well if not that's your
1: taskmaster costume exactly Yeah. So your new show, Hot Wheels, Leicester Comedy Festival on the 14th of February. Very quickly, is it perfect for Valentine's Day? Oh, it's so
6: romantic. There's a story where I have sex and it's uh, in a disabled toilet. What it's so romantic
1: brilliant so you have to buy two tickets for you and a plus one how can people exactly. find you on social media
6: uh i'm notoriously bad at doing this but um, <laughs> it's, uh, i don't tweet very often at all but uh it's at rolling comedian as in rolling down a hill not jk rowling
1: um so six thirty okay. at the big difference and you're yeah. also appearing at other places at the leicester comedy festival as
0: well um thank you very much Wicked, thanks you very much. Union Jack Radio at the Leicester Comedy Festival.
1: And keep listening on Union Jack Radio as we'll be bringing you even more comedians from the Leicester Comedy Festival. Absolute favourites like uh, former Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year Jack Gledo. And someone we think you're going to be seeing a lot more of this year, Celia AB. She's absolutely brilliant. So more games and more comedians tomorrow night from nine. And don't forget to download Jack Radio Player to catch up with our daily shows.
0: This is an original podcast from the Jack Radio Network. Discover more on Jack Radio Player.